on today's episode of Locked On Lightning. Lightning fall in their first matchup to the uh, to, almost said the Carolina Panthers. I mean the Florida Panthers, four uh, one at home. A lot else going on this week as well. Uh, Alex Baraboulet is back on the market. Well, when I say he's back on the market, his new team that what he was claimed from. Uh, from the Tampa Bay Lightning, Seattle Kraken put him on waivers, so possibly a reunion in the works. And then, of course, the other story that we will cover today, and that is Nikita Kucherov uh, out for the foreseeable future. What does this mean for the team? What does this mean for just the entire roster going forward? All that and more on Locked on Lightning. Now play that music. Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Decker. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Hope everyone's having a good week. Uh, like I said at the top of the show, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to unpack. And the week is not over yet. The Lightning have a big game tomorrow, a potential Stanley Cup final matchup between them and the Carolina uh, man I'm all over the place today the Colorado Avalanche man I I don't know why I keep thinking of the Carolina Panthers but anyway yeah we'll get into that at the end of the show but first I want to just address the Nikita Kucherov stuff Uh, a lot of people do not like uh, and when I say a lot of people I mean non-Lightning fans Uh, obviously and, and Lightning fans are no stranger to this and as well as us who have been covering this team quite extensively over the last couple of seasons uh last year just to kind of date back to maybe some of you who maybe don't know or maybe joining the lightning nation bolts nation for the first time so uh basically what happened last season is nikita kucherov had surgery missed the entire season there was talk throughout the season that he was ready to come back the lightning didn't want to rush him back i don't believe he wanted to rush back either uh so you know there was there was talk about the league that the lightning were keeping him on long-term injured reserve just so he could be ready for the playoffs and for those who don't see as to why that might be a big reason as well uh, a big a big issue with other people is Tim Bay lightning didn't exactly have a lot of cap space, salary cap space, which is the same situation they have this year. But the problem with that is that when a long-term, when a player is, is placed on long-term injured reserve, they uh, their, their contract doesn't count towards the current cap. And then once playoff time rolls around, you could kind of finagle with the roster to where... Um, you could technically be over the cap during the playoffs. And obviously that's why everyone had a, had a problem with it. I don't see why it was really blown out of proportion the way it was. I think it was just because the Lightning were the defending Stanley Cup champions at that time. I mean, we've seen this every couple of years or so at one point or another where an NHL franchise has done this, not possibly intentionally, but they've been in the same situation where come playoff time, they are technically over the salary cap. 
Uh, we've seen it with most famously the Chicago Blackhawks when they went on their run when they were winning cups every other year. Uh, I believe uh, one of the back-to-back runs in which the Penguins were on, um, that was when they were over the cap as well. But I'm not going to get into it. That's that's just how it is with everyone, and I'm sure that's the same story this year with a lot of people, that a lot of people are um, kind of watching and seeing as to what moves the Lightning will make going forward and obviously critique that and and be taken under a microscope um i'm not going to talk about that right now i'm just going to talk about what really nikita kucherov what his presence now being absent um what that means to this team so basically nikita kucherov has just if anybody's been following this team you know he is you know when you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, you have Steven Stamkos, you have Andre Vasilevsky, you have Victor Hedman. Those players are the leaders, no doubt about it, <clears throat> as well as Nikita Kucherov, who I believe is when he's on the ice, this team takes their play up to another level, uh, not only on the five on five, but even on the man advantage. And that's something that the Lightning are going to need to adjust without. Uh, you know, they had a tough time last year here and there uh, scoring without Nikita Kucherov. Uh, Nikita Kucherov is one of those players where he does such a great job along the boards uh, near the circles and able to fight for pucks and able to just quarterback the power play to where players are allowed to to basically move around undetected while Nikita Kucherov has the puck because the opposing team is so focused on uh, what this player could do with the puck. I mean, Nikita Kucherov really is one of those players where he could do a ton of things that could, he could do a number of things that could hurt you. And that's what makes him such a deadly player. And that's what makes his teammates better is because of that freedom of them to, to go around where the main focus will be Kucherov. So, you know, having that guy on the bench on the ice um, not having him around for an extended period of time that's going to be something that this team is going to they're going to hurt they're going to hurt for a little while they're going to have to go on on another what I like to call another vision quest almost just because if you think about it last couple seasons haven't been easy I mean yeah the Tampa Bay Lightning have won two Stanley Cups but it, it, it's not like they've strolled into these championships. They've they've had to claw and fight. They've had to miss players here and there. Steven Stamkos in 2020, Q Kucherov last year, and now again this season. And that's going to be no small feat to to make the playoffs. Um, let's. I mean, they are a talented team, and they could very well make the playoffs, which I fully expect them to. Uh, expect them to still at this point. But it's not going to be a walk in the park, especially with now you have an 82 game season. You you you're going to be playing everybody. You're going to be you're going to be flying all over the country and in Canada, and, and so it's going to be a tough task. And where especially where you have one of the key players on your team missing for really who knows how long. Um, from what I have seen in articles and around the internet. It seems as though the the nature of his injury is a groin injury. Um, obviously, you know, with everything with the new uh, injury updates and everything like that uh, with the Players Union, we're not going to really get the full extent or story as to what 
possibly is wrong with him. If I had to guess, because um, if you look back at the play where he supposedly hurt himself, I he was fighting for a position in the slot, and it didn't it didn't look like he overextended himself or or did anything that would have warranted maybe something happening in that in that scenario. So I would have to imagine what probably happened in that situation was that it must have been and this has kind of been the theory going around as well is that it seems as though is that this injury dates back a couple of seasons and what what is going on here is that it's a groin injury that happened a couple seasons ago he it, it never really healed the right way and I guess this is something that he's been dealing on and off with over the last couple of seasons and in that moment something tweaked or something something happened to where uh, he was obviously in a lot of discomfort and a lot of pain and he's going to be out for the foreseeable future but you know this lightning team is very 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 deep I think that you know with what I mentioned in the pre-show Alexander Barboulet He's been put on waivers by the Kraken. I really hope the Lightning make the move and pick him up because that would be the perfect guy to step up in this situation. Uh, uh, And you're also bringing in a player that is very familiar with this team, literally was on this team weeks ago. So it's not like there's going to be any learning curve or whatever the case may be. But we'll have to see what Julian Brees-Boss does. and and really what what uh the decision making is to be because yeah there are a lot of players still on this team you also have taylor radish you also have bory kachuk so uh uh you know it's it's going to be an interesting situation um to say the least going forward and how the lightning handle this and and the kind of lines that coach john cooper brings up brings out on the ice so we'll talk about the loss to the panthers earlier in the week in just a little bit but first let's talk about one of today's sponsors and that is betonline.ag betonline ag is back and better than ever ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before betonline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season head to their new updated website and mobile device uh desktop uh to sign up today and receive their your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, and we're back here on Locked On Lightning for segment two, talking about that loss to the Florida Panthers, the first of four meetings this season between the in-state rivals. Um, just overall thoughts before we get into the stats. This game was everything that we would have expected and more. Uh, I thought that the Lightning played well, to say the least. I thought that obviously there were some things they could have done better. Um, The one thing that still sticks out to me that I still haven't seen from this team consistently or really at all this year is jumping on teams early. We've talked about that in the past. at past seasons, basically, how this team uh, struggles to get on teams early on in games and to get and to strike first, and that's really their bread and butter. They're the kind of team that thrives on momentum. If they don't get the first points, really, it's you're going to have an even keeled game between the two teams. As for applying pressure um, on the net, I really thought they did a very good job. Uh, they challenged Spencer Knight. 
the, the young goaltender, 20 years old. And this is a player that I really don't want, that I'm not really looking forward to seeing the Lightning playing against uh, more often in the future. He's a very good player. Uh, obviously, we're probably going to see some Bobrovsky this year. But Spencer Knight is the real deal for any of you that don't think he is. Uh, you saw him in the playoffs last year, how, how very good of a goaltender he is. Uh, very composed out there for his age as well. Uh, the one thing that really really stuck out to me as well is that the, the Lightning had a lot of good chances in front that they just couldn't capitalize on. I, I mean, sometimes what it comes down to is just the luck of the luck of the bounce of the puck, and unfortunately, that wasn't on their side that night. Uh, so let's jump into the stats real quick. Um, the, the stat that's really glaring at me is power plays. Power plays, 0 for 6. And this is another thing, and this kind of ties in with Nikita Kucherov, a uh, guy who is very essential to the success of this power play. And first game without him, and you saw it right here. Well, actually, you know, now that we're talking about this on Friday, um, yeah, I, I mean, first game without him. And you, you saw the, the absence, the effect of his absence right there. Uh, so... You know, someone needs to step up. Someone needs to quarterback this power play. In years, Pat, in the last couple of seasons, especially when Kucherov's not around, that's that's Victor Hedman, who has got off to somewhat of a slow start. I, I I'm not going to be too overcritical of Victor just because you know he's he played he still played very well. He 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 had a, he had an, a point he had a point in this game, uh, so. And, and he had a lot of good shots on that. Uh, I the one thing that has stuck out to me with him and just the defenseman in general is you don't see John Cooper playing them as deep, allowing them to go as deep into the zone as we've seen over the last couple of seasons. And I'm not entirely sure why. I don't know if maybe he's kind of changing things a little, changing things up a little this year. Maybe it's because. Coach Cooper thinks that maybe the league is starting to catch on and you got to adapt somehow to, to maybe some of the looks that we're getting. I, it, it, I'm going to I'm going to be curious to see how going forward um, now, especially with the absence of Kucherov, what Coach Cooper does, if he changes things around, if he allows guys to go a little bit deeper into the zone, if he if he allows for the defenseman to kind of roam around a little bit more, um, you know, you don't want to have stagnant defenseman at the blue line just hanging out there just cycling the puck you know you got to be aggressive and and you have guys that you're able to be aggressive with ryan mcdonough who ever since they started doing that uh his game has taken off uh the last couple seasons uh and ryan mcdonough by no stretch of the imagination can be called an offensive player uh even guys like mikhail sergachev who has a great wrister a great slap shot as well gotta unleash him you gotta let him rip some shots and we saw that in the previous game as well so you know you have defensemen who are very capable of scoring i think the other thing that i saw in this game that i didn't see a whole lot of was not setting up stamkos a lot for for the one-timer i mean you have an ace in the hole right there and obviously i'm not saying on every offensive cycle you just have stamkos park in the in the in the circle and just let him rip it every single time no this isn't Alexander Ovechkin in the Washington Capitals where that's basically the focus of their offense. Now, I'm saying I think you need to give a guy like this uh, more looks. Obviously, he's having a great start to the season, so that's definitely something you want to do. You want to keep adding on to that that performance. Braden Point scored a goal in this game. 
first goal of the season finally he had a couple of uh good opportunities early on this season before this game uh which he just missed the net uh in front so hopefully this gets point going as well i would like to see more production out of andre palat yes he had a goal earlier this season but um guys need to get rolling guys need to get rolling you know unfortunately you don't have the uh, the the luxury of kind of easing into things anymore you know the season is upon us you need to get into the 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 form of things just because listen your best player is gone for god knows how long and uh you know i would like to see this team even though right now as it sits and we're only four games into the season listen the lightning have a tough stretch coming up ahead. They have they have the avalanche tomorrow, uh, and and you know you have gonna have a little bit of a tough road trip as well. So really, you know, the Lightning are are down in the division. Like I said, four games, not a big deal. But I would like to see them string string together a couple of wins, uh, starting now. <laughs> I, I think that you get into a groove relatively early in the season you don't have to worry about uh being crazy with winning certain games you know right now they they have a they have a upcoming schedule that i think is very very where it's very capable of them uh putting together some wins you know you have colorado like i said tomorrow you have buffalo pittsburgh arizona washington and toronto i think you could pick up a couple of dubs there of course i think colorado could be uh this is the right time to jump on them early in a game like this they're kind of in the middle of struggling right now buffalo i mean they got off to a good start but come on let's face it buffalo is not the same kind of team in terms of caliber as the tampa bay lightning are so there's that and then we all know pittsburgh already they they from opening night i think the lightning obviously will be going to this game trying to get a little bit of of revenge from opening night um and then after that arizona another game that they should 100% win and then of course Washington and Toronto I think you could I think you could go undefeated in this stretch I firmly believe that even with guys still trying to get into the mix of things still trying to get acclimated to the NHL environment some of the younger guys but I and I'm also very curious as to how coach Cooper is going to play Vasilevsky in that stretch I wonder when we're going to see Brian Elliott for the first time I'm very curious because Coach Cooper stated in the offseason that he wasn't going to ride Vasilevsky like he normally does, which obviously we, we all kind of figured that would have been the case. Um, you know, you do have a good opportunity next week for Monday and Tuesday where you have Buffalo on Monday and then you have Pittsburgh on Tuesday. I'm I'm curious if that's when you're going to see Brian Elliott, especially in that Pittsburgh game or maybe in that Buffalo game, maybe save Vasilevsky for Pittsburgh. I wouldn't be surprised of, of either scenario there. Um, but yeah, guys need to get rolling. You know, you have a, you have right. And then right after Toronto, which is in Toronto, you got Ottawa who listen, they're, they're still kind of trying to find themselves. They still got players that are uh, very much in the early stages of their careers and still trying to develop. But then you got Carolina and Florida the following week. So you got to win the games that are very winnable. Now, you know, the games that where the lightning are easily the better team on paper, it's all about putting it together on the ice and coming out and and 
and performing. That's really what it comes down to and, and, and getting everybody involved. So uh, going to be interested to see how the lightning adjusts to things going forward. Um, and then we'll wrap up the show with how the team looks overall stat wise and, you know, what needs to, I mean, we already spoke about what needs to happen, but, you know, kind of just looking at some stats real quick before we wrap things up on today's show. So our last sponsor of the day is rockauto.com. Com. Save time and money using Rock Auto with the ever increasing number numbers, uh, ever increasing numbers of makes and miles. It's now impossible f- for you to go to your local chain auto parts store to stock all the needs. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait for the while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving the do-it-yourselfers over for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we say you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right so kind of segment three slash wrapping things up on today's episode kind of looking at the lightning's numbers as a whole for the year uh through four games two and two uh obviously four points 12 goals forced versus 12 goals assist uh against excuse me um and really, you know, their power play isn't looking good thus far. The PK looks fantastic, eighty-four, almost eighty-five percent actually. I guess we could round that up to eighty-five, uh, eighty-four point six. So on the penalty kill, which is fantastic, but need to see more out of the power play. Really do. I mean, for a team that goes on the power play, you know, it, it's it's almost ironic how we go from complaining that the lightning don't get any penalty calls to now that the lightning get a lot, but don't produce. Um, it's funny what happens in the span of a year, but it, it, it's very, it's very frustrating. And just because of how well adapt this team is, I actually know well equipped, excuse me. Um, and, I, it really comes in handy when you're able to, to score some power play goals here and there. And not only because you're obviously giving yourself goals on the scoreboard, but because it takes pressure off your goaltender. It really does. And a lot of people might not believe that, but scoring a power play goal can change the whole, whole, you know, the, the whole tilt of the game. And it, it it changes up the energy. It knocks the winds out of the sails for the opposing team, especially if it's a long power play. And it, and it gives a little bit more breathing room for your goaltender. And I think Andre Vasilevsky hasn't really had that for the most part this year. We haven't really seen a game where he could just sit back and get to work. Most times this year thus far, it's really just been Vazzy just kind of, I would say, I guess we could, we could, say that he's been just for the most part weathering the storm you know you look at the Pittsburgh game 6-2 the Red Wing game 7-6 Capitals 2-1 Florida 4-1 
there hasn't really been a game thus far, and I know, yes, we're only into game four. So this might be a little bit of an overreaction, but at the end of the day, really what it comes down to is that this team also needs to do more to help their goaltender, regardless of who he is. He's obviously the best goaltender in the world, but you still need to do more. You still need to do more so he could kind of settle in, get acclimated to the season. Because, listen, everybody on this team is still trying to get in the swing of things. Let's face it. You could see it in the performance. You could see it in the, the results of these games. Guys are not ready to go. And I'm not and I'm not knocking them. I'm not saying that they didn't they didn't get in shape or whatever the case in the offseason. You know, you still have guys trying to settle in. And that's not a bad thing. But it happens. It's game four. But now you had a couple of days off to kind of relax, work on some things in practice, and now you have a big game on Saturday against Colorado, which is gonna be a real test. And, and like I said, this is this could be the kind of game that could kind of swing the season a little early on. This could kind of dictate the next month and a half. Uh, beating a team like Colorado at home in your own building. Uh, Colorado is, like I said, they, they, Tampa and Colorado is possibly a, uh, a future Stanley Cup final matchup. And Tampa knows that. Colorado knows that. A lot of eyes are going to be on this game. A lot of eyes are going to see how Tampa plays uh, against a struggling Colorado team. And we're going to see, you know, they might be without Gabriel Landeskog again. I don't know if anybody saw that, but Landeskog landed a huge hit the other night, uh, which was obviously illegal. Uh, He's already missed the game this year for a hit uh, similar to that. So we'll have to see um, if he plays on Saturday. I would kind of be shocked. Um, I haven't seen anything about him being suspended yet, but uh, we will stay tuned for that. So, yeah, um, I I think what the Lightning need to do is that they need to capitalize on the power play. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, Defensemen need to come in a little little deeper in the point. I would love to see maybe even Victor Hedman or or Ryan McDonough, who did a very good job shooting from the high slot. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but you know what? It's worked in the past. Let's go back to what works. Uh, so in the meantime, go ahead and follow the show at LO underscore lightning on Twitter. Give us a follow on Instagram at locked on underscore lightning. Tell us what you think the lightning need to work on or what needs to get better in order for them to kind of string some string some wins uh, together and to kind of start building up towards the top of the division. Right now, obviously, they're in the bottom half, but four games is four games. So, of course, the the stats are going to look a little weird at this point in the season. Go ahead and also follow uh, me on Twitter at D-E-N-K-Y, D-8-N-K. Uh, you know, I tweet about everything from hockey to, to just random stuff in general. And also give a listen to the Locked On NHL national show. I am the co-host on Thursdays with Locked On Avalanche host Chris Masilli. So uh, we kind of joked around on this past show how things might get a little weird on Twitter or on the next show, depending on uh, how this game shapes up on Saturday. Uh, The other thing I would also like to see Braden Point score another goal, kind of get him on a roll. I mean, if you get him and Palak going, uh, that opens up the door for Stamkos. So uh, hopefully, you know, we could get Point kind of on a... I would like to see Point score a breakaway goal. Uh, That's his bread and butter, so keep an eye out for that. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Banker. I'll talk to you in the next one.